You're listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar, the top-rated DFS tool set and number one companion for DraftKings, FanDuel, and Yahoo Daily Fantasy. Go LineStar Premium now at LineStarApp.com. Now, here are your hosts, fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany. Hey, yo, what's up, everybody? It's me, Joey P, Joe Pizzapia, and welcome to On Deck right here on the Line Star app. It's me, it's Chris Meany, and we're talking DFS Major League Baseball here. It's Tuesday. We had some more opening games yesterday. We've got some great narratives going today. Oh, if you like the narratives, have I got a show for you. Bryce Harper coming back to Washington to face Max Scherzer. Oh, ooh, the chills. The chills, Chris Meany. I couldn't be more excited here. This is going to be a, a good time for sure. And we have got you on lockdown here. We're going to take you through, obviously, the DFS slate and the betting slate as well. And, uh, Chris, it was a pretty good day yesterday for us. We got one or two things wrong. But overall, it was a, uh, it was a pretty good showing for the uh, on-deck show, I would believe. Yes, buddy. It really was. You know, anytime that you can call a home run or two, it just feels good. I mean, you were all over Pete Alonzo, who's, by the way, has just had a really strong start to the season. Uh, I believe a hit in every single game. And then Chris Davis with a K and we can continue to ride him. I mean, you talks, you mentioned this off the top, Joe, and when we first started these shows is these hot streaks. I mean, guys will cool down, but Chris Davis is not going to hit a hundred home runs. We know the power is there, but right now, he just continues to smash baseballs, and you'd be silly not to continue to ride this out, even with a guy like Chris Sale on the mound tonight who has struggled. But for Davis, I mean, he's got five home runs already. I mean, that's an impressive start for him. And listen, Alonzo's going to be one of those guys all year that's going to crush mediocre bullpens and mediocre left-handed pitching. He's that good. Okay, so if you go back and you look at the numbers last year, he had uh, – I want to say he led – minor league baseball last year and in, in home runs and RBI, I believe I could yeah. be wrong there. I know Vlad Guerrero jr. Read it, let it in batting average OBP and slugging, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but I mean, Alonzo is no slouch as well. And uh, look, we're, we're getting some secondary guys too. We also said the trap pitcher yesterday was Kyle Hendricks. He got the loss that Cubs team. They're playing poor defense. They are not scoring enough runs right now. The Cubs are in trouble, but, I think you could even make a case that the Yankees are in more trouble because the Andujar news that came down yesterday on top of the Stanton news with the bicep injury, if you lose Andujar for the year and you lose Stanton for a significant amount of time on top of the fact Severino's out, on top of the fact that Hicks is out, I know Boston hasn't, you know, it's April. It's only April and Boston hasn't played great, but they have a chance if they get hot in April to kind of put a knife in the Yankees before the season even gets to Memorial Day. I mean, this crazy. This is a bad scene for the Yankees right now. It's a very bad scene, and you're right. It is only April, but this is not what they wanted their projected lineup to look like the first week of the season. You mentioned Hicks is several weeks away, and Brett Gardner is projected to be at the top He's of that lineup again today. Year too. I mean, I, I mean, they got know. Luke Boyd in the three spot. Fine. We all like Voice got some power, but that's not what they envisioned. Greg Bird in the four spot. LeMahieu's in the lineup. Clint Frazier's going to be in the lineup. Troy Tulowitzki's going to be in the lineup. Like, these are just utility guys that they expected to, you know, just get into the lineup. Right. DJ, Tulowitzki, all these guys, these are not – you're not making up ground with Stanton. You're not making up ground with Andahar with those guys. It's just no. not happening. No, you're I not. mean, is, 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 <laughs> and for the Cubs – is, is, is putting it lightly, I think. 
And for the Cubs, I think we should continue to pick on some of their pitching. I mean, not just their starters, but their bullpen. They've allowed 27 walks as a team. That's the second most in baseball, just two behind Arizona. They had six errors in the field yesterday. They're they're just struggling right now, and you know they'll they'll turn it around, I'm sure. Uh, but right now, it's just I think we should continue to pick on some of these teams, and also just continue to ride some of them. And the Mariners again last night, just another strong showing. Six runs. Jay Bruce has got homers in three straight. Like. This is a, a baseball team that, to me, that they're one of the most surprising teams. I know they played more games than everybody, but they're hitting 345 as a team, and, and they're just crushing baseballs. Really impressive stuff. Okay, we also talked about guys on the street. Colton Wong was a guy we talked about last week. You keep riding him in some lineups, too, because he's getting good trajectory on the ball. He's getting good lift on the ball. He's getting good drive there. So that's a guy who's still been hot. Uh, in terms of the Matt Strom start yesterday, we warned everybody on DraftKings. He's a, you cannot play him at that salary. It's terrible. He was so cheap on the FanDuel side that we said you could throw him in a secondary tournament lineup if you're playing multi-entry. It did not work out, obviously, on the FanDuel side. But if you listen to us on DraftKings, you did not get hammered because that was just way too big of a cost. Looking at the rest of it, too, um, trying to think anything else here to hold ourselves accountable, either positive or negative. I mean, overall, too, the other thing was Ronald Acuna. We said Ronald Acuna is going to hit, take a deep breath. We said uh, that it's only a matter of time, and it was. And I got another one of those guys for you today uh, in one of my favorite stacks of the day, too. So, overall, we wanted some more runs from the Red Sox. That did not work out for me. Chris was very right about David Price being hittable, though. So, we talked about him and Chapman and Davis already. So, overall – I would say, yeah, I give us a grade of a B plus yesterday. Pretty good. Maybe even A minus because we nailed two of the home runs, which is a tough thing to do. But uh, B plus, A minus yesterday, but that's good enough to win money. Uh, certainly, that's what you want to do here today. So let's get at it and let's take a look at the slate. We have the two games starting at six, uh, one of which is the Yankees, which at this point in time, Chris, <laughs> I don't think you want to. Yankees, Tigers. You know, I don't think you want any part of that. There is nothing exciting about that game from a DFS standpoint. And then you got uh, the Reds and Brewers starting at 640 also. Everything after that is 7 o'clock start. And let's start with Scherzer versus Eflin in Washington. Bryce Harper coming back. And I know the Philadelphia Phillies are riding high, but there's nothing like Max Scherzer to kind of uh, regulate you. And I think yeah. this is going to be a big, big regulating game for the Phillies today. Yeah, you know, and also just to touch on the Yankees one more second is they've been huge favorites, huge betting favorites in every single game that they've played. And, you know, you see their record. They're not winning any games. I wouldn't go back to them. Like I'll tell you right today, Zimmerman's pitched well. Yeah, he has. Uh, there, there's your ups. I, don't, I know we usually do it in the last five minutes of the show. Yeah. I'm going out there right now. Yankees are favorite today because Tanaka's on the mound. This Yankee lineup is awful. And not that the Detroit lineup has hit it all either, but – but there's an opportunity there's there an for opportunity. an upset, yeah, for Thank sure. You. That's exactly where yeah. I was going, baby. At minus 235, there's just there's really no point. I mean, they opened up the season at minus 310. Huge, huge. That's like the hugest favorites you'll see. You'll, you'll see maybe a couple mismatches earlier, later on in the year that's like minus 350 or minus 400. Really no value there for your buck on, on New York. So, um, yeah, for that Philly and Washington game, obviously really, really looking forward to it. I, I feel like Scherzer's going to really attack Bryce Harper. It's going to be a match. That's that's going to be interesting. I, I'm I'm in on Scherzer all the time. Obviously, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball. He, you know, he gets a double digit strikeouts here. Right. He's a cash he's a cash game stud tonight he with is. a national stack. And I'm, and 
you know, to me, I, lo- I look at Robles. I look at Dozier, who's done nothing so far, who has zero hits on the year. We talked about Acuna. Dozier's my guy tonight. He's gotten so cheap uh, over on some of the sites where I look at him at 2300 on FanDuel. Why not? Uh, that's, yeah, over on FanDuel, he's a terrific value. I mean, he's an absolute- And he's not a great first-half player typically anyway. But I think there's going to be an energy in that ballpark tonight. It's going to be sold out. You know it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. There's, everybody's going to be coming out of the woodwork. And there's going to be Philly fans there, too. So it's going to be a raucous environment. And I always feel like that jolts guys up a little bit. And I think it's going to jolt the Nationals especially. And it's going to be really exciting in that ballpark. I like Robles. I like Turner. Um, and I like Dozier tonight. Those are the guys for me that I would like some pieces of. And you can, you can do it with another one of the pitchers, too. But if you, like I said, if you want to go a little cheaper – on the FanDuel side, Robles is just 32, Dozier's just 23. To me, that's, a, that's my sneaky stack of the night. So uh, looking I, at that, that's, that's where I got my attention on tonight's games. Yeah, and that's fair. I, absolutely. I, I mean, I love the Dozier price on FanDuel, as you mentioned there. Um, you know, Jan Gomes as well, one, one of these catchers that get in. I, n- I never like to spend up on the catcher position, and, you know, Gomes and Suzuki's just sitting there at $3,700. Gomes has had, a, has had a better start, and his spring finished really strong. I would go on the other side, too, and just maybe a couple <laughs> tournament sprinkles, maybe, you know, a, a Reese Hoskins or a JT Romuto, because as good as Scherzer is, you know, he's he does still give up the long ball. He too. does, and he's still susceptible to giving that up. I mean, he's got the fly ball rate for his career at 43%, 48% last year. In fact, it's been 47% three straight years. So he does give up the odd, odd uh, home run ball. And I wonder if, you know, you'll get a couple of these Philly guys. I'm not saying Harper, but maybe a Hoskins. That would be amazing, by the way. Well, the problem is you can't put Harper in that lineup tonight. It's, it's too expensive to do. Yeah. Uh, going through the rest of the games here, Orioles, Blue Jays. Can Marcus Stroman have another good start here against the bad Orioles lineup? I say yes, Chris. Yeah, I think he can as well. Absolutely. Um, he keeps the ball on the ground. I mean, 60% ground ball rate. He, that limits the, the damage, right? He, he, you know, he pitches in a – a hitter-friendly ballpark, but he limits the damage, so I think he can against Baltimore. The one bat I'm intrigued with still, I mean, is Trey Mancini for, for Baltimore. You know, you, you look at some of the Orioles' lineups, there's only one guy above 4K uh, on Baltimore and DK, and it's not Mancini. He's $3,900, so he's got a hit in every game. He's got a couple home runs, I believe, so um, that's somebody that I can get. I've been a fan of his for a while. I've owned him in Dynasty for a couple of years now. I actually just traded him in a deal for Adalberto Mondesi in the offseason. But nice. uh, it's uh, Mancini, to me, I, I think is just one of these guys by default. When we all look up at the end of the year, he's going to have another 20-plus home run season, and he's going to probably hit around 250, 260. And he'll be like a nice complimentary player. And on certain lights and matchups like this in DFS, he'll be in there, especially in games in Baltimore. And games in Baltimore, yes. I think that's when I'll be on him a lot. Toronto, obviously, a good ballpark also. Mets and Marlins tonight. I'm looking for a lot of runs in this one. I'm telling you, Vargas and Urena. The Mets have a ton of good left-handed bats in there with Cano, with Conforto. Uh, to me, this is an opportunity there for those guys to shine tonight in that lineup against the Marlins. There were some decent – I mean, last night, the ninth inning, they put up a ton of runs at the end there. But still, uh, I look at there being opportunity on both sides here for some runs. If this was a 6-5 kind of game, that's, that's where I'm looking. So if you're looking for some cheap offense – to pair with Scherzer tonight, guys like Neil Walker, you can get involved in there against the left-handed um, Neil, uh, Jason Vargas. A couple other guys too, Brian Anderson. Not These guys aren't sexy. This is not going to be like the sexy guys in your lineup, but they're guys who I think are going to produce. And I expect some runs in that game. Do you think there will be too? Oh, for sure. And Br- Brian Anderson is actually a very underrated player. He's, very. 
Yeah, and Sterling Castro is as well in the cleanup spot. Uh, I believe he went yard yesterday, a two-run shot. So uh, definitely on you there. When I'm looking at pitchers to pick on, you, you know, Urena checks all the boxes for me. He's an 80% contact guy. He doesn't strike anybody out for his career. 6.03K per nine, 3.10 walks per nine. He, you know, he's got a – he had last year a, a, a sub-four ERA, but his ex-fip was, was well over four. So those are pitchers I like to pick on. Yes, spacious ballpark, but absolutely get me some of those Mets. Uh, I think they're, they're pretty cheap as well. Great job, by the way, too, picking out Castro because that's another guy that second base is not very good this year. You got Altuve, you got Merrifield, you got Scooter now who's on the shelf for a couple months. Outside of that, on a nightly basis, it's going to be rough. This is a good matchup for a guy like Castro hitting in the middle of that order, right-handed versus left-handed pitcher. Uh, that's the kind of guy who that's going to pop up, I think, a lot for us this year is that name. Not because he's great, but because in terms of return on investment in certain matchups and where he hits in the order, those are all good things. Uh, the Rockies are going to take on the Tampa Rays. You got Snell looking for a little redemption against Kyle Freeland, who's, you know, pitched very well. I mean, last year he pitched very well, opened the season, pitched well. I look at Freeland and I say that Colorado Rocky lineup so far hasn't gotten going. I love Nolan Arenado tonight. That's my home run call. The guy always crushes left-handed pitching. To me, this is – I know it's not in Colorado, and maybe this is what that team needs. They just need to get back. But uh, to me, it's Nolan Arenado against Blake Snell. I know it sounds a little crazy, but I think he goes yard in this one. You think Snell bounces back at all, Chris? Uh, it's just a tough lineup to to bounce back on. You mentioned that there's they're slow starters, but last year, I mean, this was a team that just actually for a couple of years now they crushed lefties. I mean, I'm looking right now, 342 Woba against left-handed pitching last year. That was the second best mark in baseball behind Houston. And you mentioned Arenado, 488 Woba against lefties. How about Trevor Story, 442 yeah. against lefties? Both of those guys just crushed left-handed pitching. Arenado, 15 home runs against lefties last year. Story, 14. Blackman, 10. Desmond nine. Uh, I know it's not in Colorado, but no, I'm I'm not in on Snell to to bounce back. And we all know there's going to be some regression in his game. He's not going to have that same strand rate that was through the roof last year. He does have some great stuff where he can get out of trouble. But um, as of right now, I, I got to lean Colorado. Like that's I just don't want to pay up for for Snell in, in such a tough matchup. All right, Astros Rangers. I'm kind of fading this one a little bit. As much as I love Verlander, they killed us yesterday, right? They crushed us yesterday. Only three runs. Yeah, I mean, come on, guys. You know, yeah. look, Verlander's gonna get his. Verlander's gonna be great. He's great everywhere. But I'm not saying you can't pivot to Verlander if you want. I just don't know from the cost if it's really. I don't know. I mean, he's, it's the $300 difference between him and Scherzer. I'll take the juice in the ballpark with Scherzer. Sale and Snell are still on the slate, too. Bumgarner coming off a really good uh, first outing, but he's going in L.A. against the Dodgers, who've been excellent. So I don't know if that's necessarily where I want to go. So for me, it's all about this next matchup, which is Jose Barrios against yes. the Kansas City Royals. Oh, yeah. Sign me up, baby. That's what I want. Barrios was awesome in his first start. I know it's on the road here. Kansas City, though, a good place to pitch. I think this is a great opportunity for him there. So I want Rios. I want the Twins. And by the Twins, I mean Polanco's in play. I'm talking about Buxton being in play tonight, too, with the power-speed combination. Over on the FanDuel side, uh, Polanco, just 3,300, I think, is a good buy-in there, too. I have Buxton at 24, and Max Kepler at 25. So you can get pieces of this lineup here. For the Twinkies at 24, 25, even CJ Crone, another one too, where you're looking for some first base. I love the Twins tonight. So, Twins and Nats, those are my two favorite stacks of the night. Are you in with me? Yeah, you know, on you're the talk- Twinkies tonight. 
you know, you're talking about guys who are, are going to break out. You called it with Acuna and, you know, not the same level of talent, but not bad himself. Is Eddie Rosario doesn't have a hit yet. And I just wonder how people, you know, how many people will look at the Twins lineup and say, well, I'm not going to go Rosario because he's, you know, he doesn't have a hit. But he's hitting the cleanup spot in all three games. It's a good lineup. It's a great hitting lineup. And I, I, I'm, I'm going to be in on him today. I am in on the Twinkies. I like the, the Kepler and the Polanco. Cruz got some power. Crone's got some power. Um, love the call on Buxton. But for me, I think Eddie Rosario in the middle of that lineup, he's going to break out. And I want to be on the breakout. I want to be on the breakout. And I want to continue to pick on Rangers pitching. I know the Astros only had two runs yesterday. But, I mean, we, we were all over guys like Edison Volquez uh, struggling out of the gate. Um, Miner struggling out of the gate. I think, like, their first three starters gave up 18 runs. So, Shelby Miller. Is that all? Yeah, that is all. <laughs> so, for Shelby Miller, I mean, another guy, 82% contact rate for his career, struggles with the long ball, some home runs. I mean, last year, 48 Fun fact, Shelby Miller right. has the same amount of 200-inning uh, pitch seasons as Steven Strasburg. Oh, wow. One, right? <laughs> <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I do. And they've got the same amount of 190 or 180, whatever. <laughs> Just two. <laughs> amazing <laughs> see uh, that's the kind of fun information you're gonna get here with me and chris that's that's, that's right we... yeah i mean it's small sample size last year for miller i think he was returning from tommy john um you know lengthy obviously injury but he struggled last year i mean he gave up 19 i think he gave up yeah 19 runs in 16 innings he walked nine guys <laughs> six homers he's he's just not very good and, it's, and houston's gonna come at him you know, in a hurry tonight. Baseball, not very good. <laughs> not very good. Not very good. Joe Boo. <laughs> Her ball, that's afraid. Uh, all right, now here's a big one. Now there's an yeah. opportunity here with Chris L after the bad really first start. Is. But I don't want it. It's it's the, the Oakland A's can hit the ball. You know, they, they can hit the baseball. I, I understand some people not ready to get off the sale wagon. I, I'm, I'm just leery of it uh, on a night where you've got guys like Verlander, where you got guys like Scherzer out there. I think this could be a DFS killer tonight. If, if you go sale and he bombs, I think you're just on the bottom. Like it's not even close. Like you're just completely out of everything. So for me, I'm staying away from sale. I'd rather see it before I believe it right now. Cause I'm just not feeling it right now. Last year it was kind of a limping to the finish line a little bit. And I don't know. I don't know if it's a health thing. That's confidence thing. Just a one off of the first start just you know not having a good feel and you could just throw it out but i'm not getting involved in it from a dfs standpoint tonight no it's so hard to invest and put your money in especially in cash there's no there's no way with guys like barrios uh, on the hill tonight there's just there's just no way i can get behind it joe I, it's tough i have some major concerns i had them before the season started it's 11 straight outings now where he's yet to get out of the fifth i know they just signed him to that extension i i sat when I saw it, I was like, whoa, like, obviously they don't have any concerns with him. This is someone who's been durable his whole career, but the stuff eventually catches up to you. He's had a lot of innings over the course of his career. He's got a funky delivery that sometimes can catch up to you, give you some shoulder issues, which we've seen potentially some elbow issues. So yeah, I mean, Chris sale on the road in Oakland seems, you know, on paper, you would think, sure. I mean, you look at the projected run total team implied total. It's only 3.3 for Oakland. It's one of the lowest on the board. I mean, in fact, there's only one other team in San Fran who's lower. So if you look at those projections, you think, okay, yeah, I mean, Vegas is on Chris sale to bounce back, but I don't like it. I need to see it as well. I'm with you. I need to see um, he's, he's fully, obviously not stretched out. We said yesterday with some of the Oakland bats, like Chris Davis hits lefties, 11 home runs last year off lefties. What did he do last night? 
he hit a home run off lefty. So uh, I'm going to continue to maybe pluck in some of these underpriced Oakland bats that maybe you'll get at a low ownership. Yeah, I, I hear you, man. Uh, you got the Angels and Trevor Cahill taking on Marco Gonzalez and the Mariners. And then you got some night games here. Zach Greinke, another pitcher. There's a lot of redemption tonight. There is. Yeah. There is a ton of redemption going on there. And you got Greinke against the Padres. Now, I don't know. I wasn't feeling good about Mr. Uh, Sale, but I am feeling good about Mr. Greinke. I know it sounds crazy. No, nope, I think I'm in on Dimebacks tonight. All right, you and me, let's do it, baby. like their offense today, too. Lowry had a really good start. Uh, getting a lot of questions about him from a season-long standpoint. A contact guy doesn't strike some guys out. I think he's a, he's a decent option at home. You well, know, like, like we saw in San Fran, right? $600 on, on the DraftKings side. And you can tell the way Chris and I are talking about the slate. You see, this is what we did during football season two. We talk about the games, and then we go talk about pricing and pitchers and, and hitters and things like that. We don't go through and go – okay, there's the next guy on the board and the next guy, and that guy's 35, and this guy's 34. No, this is not where we're breaking down games, and that's the way you want to approach the slate. And for me, my, my top of the board, obviously, I've already said Scherzer. I'm willing to go to the top tonight. But Rios is the next guy for me. Then after that, I think there's opportunity with Granke's 88 on the FanDuel side, just 76 on the DraftKings side. And the ownership, Chris, is going to be so low off that first awful start. Yeah, really. Well, and that's the key. That really is. I mean, if you're out there playing tournament lineups and you're playing with a lot of, a lot of people, or maybe it's just a three max, whatever it may be, whatever tournament you want to get into is you got to look at so many people, Joe, and you know this, but recency bias, it's what it's all about. Yeah. Granky gives up home runs. He's given up tons of them over the last three years. And he normally doesn't walk guys. He got into trouble last week. He walks. That was one start. It was his first start. It was against the Dodgers at home opening day like the offense everybody was fired up now Granky can relax settle in go to a better pitcher's ballpark I think he's going to be low owned and Arizona actually we've been picking on them a lot and I know that I have from a strikeout standpoint but they're actually scoring some runs and Adam Jones is it's a small sample size but Adam Jones David Peralta these guys have had some success off left-handed pitching so far this season they're both like they both have eight hits in 20 at-bats so uh, I'm, I'm in from a a sneaky standpoint, I think this Arizona team offensively can be underrated, and Granke is definitely going to save you some cash. And you're right, Joe, like not a lot of people are going to be in on him tonight. Now, listen, I know this is going to take a lot of guts to do. I know some of you listening right now are like, oh, is that no, Granke? Listen to me, okay? This is the perfect night in a tournament to play Zach Granke because there's going to be a lot of the Scherzer people go and say, I can take a cash game lineup and put it in. Uh, there's going to be Verlander people. There's going to be a lot of people like me on Barrios. If you're looking for a little bit of low ownership, you're looking for some contrarian play of people who don't want to get involved with Granke. This opportunity against the Padres, they're a team with a lot of strikeouts in that lineup. That's it. There you go. If it works, great. If it doesn't, this is probably, I think, one of the uh, – so far in all the shows we've done in the last week or so, this to me has been the biggest opportunity to really make a lot of – hey, I, I, I just feel like it is. I'm looking at it, and I just – it's like everything's lined up. The stars have aligned, Chris, for us to do that. So who's their trap pitcher of the night? Do you have one? Well, I mean, Sale obviously is one that I'm not going to go – Okay, that's a good one. Um. You know, we, we kind of glossed over the Dodgers and the Giants. Bumgarner did have a really good start. I, I will stay away from him, but I, I you, Hinjin Rio is a great call by you uh, opening yeah, day. Yeah, we got that right last I night. Think we, I think These that's a rivalry games always scare me. Yeah, 
Uh, so I, I tend to get, you know, it's like Yankees, Red Sox. Sometimes you're like, uh, you know, Dodgers, Giants. Sometimes I, unless it's – if it was Bumgarner against the fifth starter, that would be different. That would be different, yeah. But not uh, – you know, when they're lining up on the ones, this could be one of those one nothing games that goes into the bullpen, you know? Yeah. It very good. Yeah, absolutely. It could. I mean, especially with Sam Fran. I mean, I just don't have any, any faith in their offense. That's, that's what it is for me. I just, they're not getting on base. They're not generating anything. They don't have any power. It's, it's just, I think it's one of the worst, if not the worst offense in baseball. So I, I'll, I'll go back to Rio in, in some spots, but I think maybe Snell, I think we'll, we just walked through it earlier. Like Blake Snell, Colorado, we mentioned they just hit lefties really well. And then the same thing with Chris Sale. We just, we just haven't seen it yet. So those are two guys and, and maybe even Verlander, much like Scherzer, Verlander gives up home runs. Like he has a high fly ball rate and sometimes that gets the best of them. You'll see with these guys, yeah, they'll rack up 12 strikeouts to give up four hits and two of them are home runs. Like there's nothing wrong with that start. That could be solo shots. Um, but even still, like that's, it's not a great environment for Verlander and Texas is, has shown that they're scoring runs so far this season. Yeah, uh, I'm with you on that. And uh, it's... Look, this is this is a fun night to be playing DFS. Some some days are a little tricky. Sometimes the sh- the slates are short. Sometimes you don't love all the matchups. This is a fun one because you got a ton of big time pitchers on the board, and then some plays that could really be difference makers. Now, I think Scherzer is going to be everything that you expect tonight. I really do. <laughs> you're fact, all I'm in gonna, on Scherzer, right? Eh? You know, I, I am. And, and as a Met fan, I'm gonna I'm I'm looking to find that game on TV. <laughs> That's what I'm you should. It's must-watch TV if you're a baseball I'm, fan. I'm not. I'm putting. I'm putting the Met game aside against the Marlins tonight, and that's the game I want to watch. It's <laughs> yeah. got to be. I mean, MLB Network's got to be picking that up tonight. Bryce Harper's return, like that's got to be on. I'm guessing. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. That's where I'm looking at it going through. Is there anything else here to stack wise? I mentioned the Nationals tonight. I also mentioned Minnesota. I like. I also talked about a high run total with the Mets and the Marlins. Is there anything else that I missed that you think? there's opportunity for we mentioned Arizona if Greinke's going to win he's got to get uh some possible offense yeah. behind him against Laura yeah he 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 does and so I think there's with David Peralta in the cleanup spot and Adam Jones off the top of the lineup I think even uh Ahmed Nick Ahmed's had some decent showings against left he's just those just underrated cheap little tournament See, Christian Walker is the guy I was waiting for you to talk about yeah, so Walker, yeah, you're right. I kind of skipped over him. And that's I the guy that I've got in my – he's a lineup builder guy for me with uh, with Scherzer or Barrios because he's just 3K at first base. And, and he's a good guy against lefties. Yeah, and he's, you know, right-handed bat going against the left-hander. He's going to be in the lineup tonight. That's, a to me, a great opportunity. He's hitting 500 so far this year. He's a hot bat with a good matchup. To yeah. me, it's a lineup builder. It makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. He he got in the lineup against the lefty yesterday. He's two for four. He's got two home runs to start the season. He's got tremendous power, actually. Um, I tweeted about him last week because I grabbed him in the great invitational, the, the baseball league there, and I was the only one to bid on him. So I only bid 30 bucks, but it was I was going to say, good. I was like, you, didn't, you didn't empty the tank, did you? You didn't but go the, 700. The, the, the one <laughs> thing for me, I was a Matt Olson owner, so I'm, I'm already behind a little bit. Uh, I needed some power at first base. But, anyways, you know, if he, I was just looking at some of his numbers and, you know, 18 home runs last year triple a 32 the year before that so he definitely has some power he's going to strike out of course um but yeah no that's a good call by you i gloss over him so i'm glad it's just a great team man like i'm just pumped to work with you because i really wanted to talk about walker and you bring him up so you read my mind it's great um i knew it was in there i knew i knew it was in the cockles of yeah uh, of your brain 
I, I'm just looking at some of the, the team implied totals. I think it's sometimes a sneaky way to, to look to see where some of the runs are going to come from. Of course, Milwaukee is in that earlier slate. You're not going to get them on the main slate, but continue to ride some of these guys. Like they have a 4.7 run total. The J surprisingly five, and we just kind of glanced over Andrew Kashner. Now, we were all over him. I know it was Yankee Stadium his first start, but we said fly ball pitcher, contact pitcher, gives up bombs, and that's exactly what happened. So looking over at the Jays, um, potentially, and, you know, Gerchik, Teoscar Hernandez, I know your boy there hitting the three mm-hmm. spot. He's got some power. Um, and, you know, Telez is a guy who is a platoon guy, not going to get much time off lefties, but has some power in his bat too. He's kind of down the order, maybe in the six or seven spot, uh, but he's interesting as well. But I think, you know, this is chalk, and it's expensive chalk, but – the Astros at 5.5 runs. The team applied total is by far the highest uh, on the board again. Yeah, especially in that ballpark too. Hey, look, chalk isn't chalk isn't bad, everybody. And and that's the thing too. I think with baseball, when you look at it, you're looking to put yourself in the best scenario possible every night to score runs. And sometimes, if it looks as good as it is, it is. And sometimes, like yesterday, where it looked as good it was against with the Boston uh, lineup against Oakland, and I thought that was a slam dunk there, and it wasn't. They got goose egg. So, mm-hmm. do I? Do I regret it? Of course. Was it the wrong thing? No. Am I interviewing myself? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, <laughs> but, but when you fail 70% of the time and that, that rate is built into the best hitters, you have to put yourself in the best scenario possible to score runs. And, and what Chris is saying is, yeah, it's, it's all on the table there for run potential tonight. Therefore, you should have some shares and go in. And that I also think, too, when you're playing baseball as opposed to NFL, Chris, do you find that it's a little bit more um, – you're more likely to do multiple lineups and things like that because in the NFL there's so many things where, like, we want this and this tonight and this combination and this stack and all that stuff because we know they're beating up on a bad team and we know the amount of volume. In the NFL, you understand volume. Same with NBA. With Major League Baseball, you're dealing with the same volume for the most part. You're dealing with four at-bats and – you want to maybe take a shot at the Mets Marlins game and then take a shot with the Astros and then take a shot with the Nats and do three lineups and two tournaments that way as opposed to just the single entry. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I, I mean, I love the three entries. I, I really do. And because I'm not competing with 150 lineups and I can be, I, I can still be different. I can have my lineup that I feel best about with my favorite stack or my favorite pitchers. And then I can take a couple shots and, and try to find some value. And, you know, that's why I was mentioning guys like Eddie Rosario. I mean, you, you call the twins. I mean, I want the guy in the twins lineup who doesn't have any hits that I know is good. Right. It's coming around. <laughs> yeah. It's coming around. And I look at just both sites and comparing and I'm, I'm looking at Houston right now and I'm like, ah, chalk. I mean, who, who's, who are you going to be able to get in there on the FanDuel side? Carlos Correa is 3000 bucks. And if Carlos Correa was fully healthy, and he's back now, he's playing, he would be right there with Altuve and Springer and Bregman in terms of price. And Altuve is $4,300, Springer's $4,300, and Bregman's $4,300. That's on FanDuel. Over on DraftKings, they're all priced the same. Altuve's 52 Bregman's 5 Springer's 48 and Correa's 46 So you're not getting that, that discount on DraftKings. They're on top of, the, of what we could expect in the ceiling for Correa. And on FanDuel, he's a steal. And we know the upside. So at $3,000 in Texas against Shelby Miller, he's in my line. (laughs) There you go. All right. I mentioned earlier, I like Detroit from the betting line today and also uh, those Arizona Diamondbacks, which is basically a pick right now. Uh, So is there one for you, an underdog that stands out to you uh, from Um, this uh, standpoint? There's, I have a couple written down. It's a couple of my favorite plays. They're not, they're not so much underdogs right now. The Seattle angels, 
Just going to continue to pick on the Angels and ride the Seattle Mariners. Look at you picking on your own team. Buddy, I'm watching them, and I'm just like <laughs> – Buddy, let me tell you something. You Stella, like you like, get them out of the lineup. It's like, like, listen, kid, clank, <laughs> I know what I see, and I watch every day, and they suck. <laughs> They really do. I mean, Tommy LaStella is – he just drives me nuts. I can't even watch him play baseball. It's its not even what he does with the bat. I know he's a platoon guy. It's like, can you even play defense? It's just I've seen – just this team right now is is really struggling, and Seattle is not. They're not struggling at all. So, it's a pick em game right now. Jump on it. By the time this gets closer to 10 p.m. Eastern, much like yesterday, it was a pick em. When it got closer, Seattle turned into heavy favorites. They jumped up to a minus 165. So right now they're minus 110. You can jump on that right now. I like the under in San Diego in uh, LA and San Fran. I, I'm kind of, you know, feeling what you were saying. Rivalry could be low scoring bullpen game. Uh, that's at seven. I know it's a low total, but I like the under there. Minnesota uh, minus 147. And then I got Milwaukee minus 105 as well. I think, you know, in Cincinnati and, I don't like either pitcher, um, but I'm going to lean with Milwaukee, and I like the over there. I think is be some be some runs scored. All right, so that'll do it. We've gone through everything. We gave you the pitchers we love. We gave you the traps to avoid, and some of the stacks and individual hitters are going to help uh, allow you to get the Max Scherzers and those lineup builder bats, which you need indeed. So that'll do it for me and Mr. Meany on the day. We'll be back again tomorrow to pick everything apart and. Of course, hold our feet to the fire and pat ourselves on the back whenever appropriate. There's nothing left to do except go over to the Line Star app and make sure you download that and use the tools and the lineup optimizer there along with the podcast. It's like a tandem. It's like peanut butter and jelly, baby. They all work really nice together. You put that together, and there you have it, the facts of life and all of your lineups that you're going to need for tonight's DFS slate. So for Chris Meany, I'm Joe Pizzapia. That'll do it for us here on the On Deck Podcast. There's only one thing left to do, and that's step up to the plate and go yard. You've been listening to the DFS On Deck Podcast, brought to you by LineStar. Hit subscribe, tell a friend, and stay tuned for the next episode from fantasy baseball experts Joe Pizzapia and Chris Meany.